Welcome to Alex and Annie, the real women of vacation rentals. With more than 35 years combined industry experience, Alex Husner and Annie Holcomb have teamed up to connect the dots between inspiration and opportunity, seeking to find the one story, idea, strategy, or decision that led to their guests' big aha moment. Join them as they highlight the real stories behind the people and brands that have built vacation rentals into the $100 billion industry it is today. And now it's time to get real and have some fun with your hosts, Alex and Annie. Welcome to Alex and Annie, the real women of vacation rentals. I'm Alex. And I'm Annie. And we're here today for the May 1st, first of the month bonus episode. We've been doing this now for four months, Annie. It feels like just yesterday we did the February one, then we yeah. did the March one, then we did April. <laughs> Again, we've packed a whole lot of year in the first few months. That's I, sure. Yeah, I, th- I think the way that we're doing things, it's just, it it's, makes it way more obvious how quickly time is passing this year. But yeah, uh, at the same time, it's kind of, it's kind of like journaling, I'd say. I mean, like this gives us a good way to look back and look forward on, on what's going on with both the podcast, as well as our industry and your business at Lexicon and mine at Condo World. So it's been fun doing these, but uh, I wanted to make a little correction. So on the... <laughs> On the on the April first first of the month bonus episode, that was April Fool's Day. So we started it off on a joke saying that Annie was moving to Myrtle Beach. But I've had everybody now come and ask me, when is Annie moving to Myrtle Beach? Oh. So it was actually un- unfortunately was that was just a it was just an April Fool's joke. But fortunately, it's for not off the it table. It. It's not off the table. Yeah. It would be an easy sell, I think, but I don't know that it could happen quite that fast. But uh, I know Panama City Beach would be very sad, <laughs> and all your friends down there, you left. Yeah, you know, I don't know anymore. Some days, some days it feels like they'd be happy to just let me go. But oh, you know, stop! I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No kidding. Way. I'm kidding. Yeah, <laughs> it'd probably be my my dad would be more devastated than anybody. But... Well, yeah, dads yeah. dads do tend to get pretty upset about stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. So yeah. how are things looking on your end of uh, the world? And actually you get to see a, a much broader scope than I do in the markets that we're in, but how are reservations looking? How is pace looking? Yeah, you know, it's it's interesting. So I think, again, it, it goes back to what we talked about in the beginning of the year. We knew demand was going to be high, but we also knew that it was going to be more compacted into the traditional travel windows. So April wasn't as, March was a little down in terms of occupancy, April down, and then future reservations are not pacing as strong as everybody would would hope. But I think there's a lot of factors in play. I mean, obviously we've got stuff globally that's that's affecting gas prices, um, but also you know there there's inventory back on the market that wasn't on the market last year. So now there's just a lot more inventory available for the demand that's there. And I um, reference I said I sent you yesterday we were talking about this earlier. Air DNA did they do a monthly kind of wrap up and they looked at the March numbers and actually showed where the occupancy was down and why it was down like half a percent, there's just so much more inventory on the market. There's just the, but the demand is still really, really strong. So it's good and it'll still beat 2019. But again, we're not going to beat 2021 numbers like we, you know, people would hope. Um, But I think again, bringing everybody back down to reality, we're still going to be better than 2019, which was a really good year. So I don't think we have anything to be upset about. Um, just pacing is a little slower than than anticipated in in most markets, 
some of the mar- the mountain markets are, are definitely way down, but again, way more inventory in, in some of these markets than they've had in the past. But I think it's going to be a good year, um, but people do need to be mindful again of rates. People are shopping more. They have more places to shop. And I think because of the economic and less money to spend with gas prices and everything else. So absolutely, because everything's so expensive right now. But yeah, um, you know, people people are looking a little closer at rates where last year they they were just it was throwing money at the wind, I guess. Yeah, and I think I mean we're it's it's amazing how similar things are in our market to your market, and really in any of the markets that that I've spoken to people in that you know the the. It, it goes up and down depending on where you're at, but really it's still all relative within the different markets, comparing them to each other. And I mean, we're seeing the exact same things that we started out the year bookings were actually really, really strong starting out the year. And I think they were down for you as well, but um, start out really strong prices were very high. And then as soon as the gas prices started to rise, I think everybody started to realize we got to back that down again, come down to earth a little bit. And pace has also slowed. March was a little bit slow. We were sold out for the good portion of those two weeks around before and after Easter, which was great. And that was a nice bump because this time mm-hmm. last year we were not because it was still just kind of, we we're just kind of getting out of COVID vaccine was just coming out. So that was a good push for us right there. But same thing. I mean, looking at the summer, we're pacing um, a, a little bit behind where we were this time last year, but again, we had less, we have less, we have more inventory to book. We had less inventory yeah. last year. So, uh, similar challenges I'd say, but we're still getting a lot of bookings that are booking well ahead of time. Fall is looking really good. Our yeah. winter month uh, winter rentals are working, looking great. We have a waiting list for October. I mean, that's oh, crazy. Nice. So, yeah, really, really good things on that side. But for us, it's it's hard for us at Condo World to compare because when 2021 was and 2020 complete anomalies. 2019 was still hard too because that's before we had acquired Condo Lux, which we acquired Condo Lux at the end of 2019. That was our biggest competitor in the North Myrtle Beach market for at that time our full 33 years in business and. Yeah. That was, you know, approximately 250 units. So when we look back at 2019, I guess we could compare looking at their numbers and our numbers and combine them together, but that's really not even accurate because they were doing completely different things, marketing and revenue wise before being acquired by Condo World. So this will be our first benchmark year actually for going forward. So Mm. I think we're in a good spot and hopefully this will be a good benchmark that we can continue to press forward. But I did see an article and I think I sent it to you the other day about Panama City Beach, but you could have inserted Myrtle Beach or anywhere else in there that it was about beach fatigue. And it was saying that, you know, people, everybody, everybody literally went to the beach last summer that this year, you know, beach vacations could be a little bit less popular. And we've traditionally seen that anyways, that before COVID it would be, you know, we kind of split our demographic or our markets, they go to the mountains or they go to Myrtle Beach. So Gatlinburg's a very popular choice. And on the years that Gatlinburg, the Smokies do well, Myrtle Beach normally tends to be down a little bit and then vice versa. So I don't know if this is again, one of those years, but it would be really interesting to get somebody that's in a mountain market on the show and talk to them about that. Yeah. Yeah. I I mean, I I have accounts that are in Gatlinburg and Pigeon Forge area and they're doing well. Um, 
again, I don't think that their numbers are blowing the doors off of last year, but they're doing well. But I also think, again, people are more comfortable taking cruises. They're more comfortable going to Disney. And so where they may have not done some of those things the last two years, they're now taking the opportunity to do it. And I know a neighbor of mine, actually, her whole family, they leave Friday to go to Italy for two weeks. And it, and oh, wow. it was it was really, you know, it was a trip that was planned when COVID because her son was supposed to get married over there and the the vendor wouldn't give their money back. So they had to hold the trip and just move it forward. But yeah, yeah. the exchange rate is so favorable to go to Europe right now. There's so many good deals. Airfare is, is, is obviously touchy, but going to some of these markets, it's really yeah. cost effective to go to Europe right now for yeah. an American. So, yeah, it was the same way when we went to Cartagena. In oh, yeah, March. yeah. I mean, the, the value of the dollar went quite far there. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. And I mean, the airlines right now, they are in just straight chaos. There is such a, uh, a loss of pilots and they just don't have enough people. They don't have enough staff. Yeah. They don't have enough pilots. Um, and because what happened was during COVID, all the major carriers, they forced their pilots into retirement. I mean, a lot of the ones that were close to that point in their career. Right. And so now they're, you know, that's, that's a whole market of people that went into early retirement that could be still flying right now that aren't. And the rules for how many hours you have to have before you can be a pilot on your own, I think it's 1500 hours. Mm. And from what I've heard, they're trying to back that down, which I don't know if that, that doesn't make me feel uh, safe. You're going to have less experience, <laughs> but more pilots. Yeah. So it, that's a challenge. And, and we work really closely with our airport here in Myrtle beach um, on the Myrtle beach CVB side. And we get to hear a lot of those insights, but that's, that's definitely a challenge right now. And we're at the same time, we're adding more flights, we're adding more airlines. So they're making it work, but at the same time, how many, how many times have I been stranded actually once with you just recently Yeah, really. in an airport this year. So it's like, they're adding more flights, more airlines, but then can the people actually get where they're going? That's to be determined. So yeah, not but we had a, you and I had a really nice time that day that we it got is. stuck in the Chicago <laughs> airport. Yeah, that wasn't that wasn't too bad. It did give us a lot of a lot of opportunity to brainstorm and think about what we want to do. And I think that goes nicely to where we wanted to talk about um, just the opportunities that have come to us. Um, you know, through the podcast and people reaching out to us. And we have been asked to be part of events and part of conferences and part of other podcasts and and really just trying to juggle and figure out what makes the most sense. And so just a note of thanks to everybody that has reached out and, and felt that we bring value to whatever they're looking to do with their event or um, happenings. Um, but we just, it, we've been We've been very, very blessed by all the all the outreach that people have given to us, and yeah, I think definitely for very, very excited about the opportunities that are coming up. And some will probably wait to announce maybe next month. <laughs> um, some that we can announce today that these are kind of smaller things, but still really exciting. Um, yeah. You know, just talking about other industries, I just went on a podcast called Crowning Connections that we filmed last. Friday, and that's going to air on May 11th. And that's actually, it's a podcast that is owned by um, the major roofing company in town here in Myrtle Beach. And they are, it's called Monarch Roofing. They're an incredible company that has a big, big focus on their people and like training them to be just really, really smart salespeople, business people, a lot of motivational training, like not just doesn't, I wouldn't expect that from a roofing company per se, but blown away by all the things that they do. And 
um, Rob Clemens is their main guy there that interviewed me. And I think we'll probably have him come on our show at some point too, because he's just an incredible leader, but it's, it's, it's cool being asked to be part of these different things than what we traditionally do, because, you know, I mean, business is business at the end of the day. And some of the founding principles of why we formed this podcast are about, you know, leadership and, and motivation and, you know, how you connect the dots. And that's, that's really what we're doing. Um, we've got another opportunity that this is a lady, Gina Tamarco, who's here also in Myrtle beach. She has a podcast called women. Your mother warned you about, and it's so funny because I, when I texted you yesterday and it said that we're going to have an opportunity to go on her show and we'll have her on ours. You, you wrote back with like the scared face emoji. <laughs> it does. It sounds a little bit, you know, off, off the grid women. You yeah. warned you about, but it is a, another great podcast that they yeah. talk to people nationally, internationally about similar types of things, different industries and, um, you know, leadership and marketing and all sorts of stuff, but it's, it's not, it's not like R rated or anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, I didn't know how to take the title and, and figure out what, what had we done to be yeah, yeah. <laughs> warning us. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I thought we were pretty good, but yeah. 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 So we've just uh, opportunities and I think we're, we're trying to figure out how, how to work with our growing market. And, and again, one of the big surprises that we have recently um, realized is that we have a, a, a listener base that is very diverse and we are appealing to not only the professionally managed large like enterprise style companies, but a lot of these people that are newbies into vacation rentals, um, mm-hmm. some smaller, you know, under 10 unit owners that are looking for knowledge nuggets, are looking for recommendations for software for different providers in the they're, industry. Yeah, they're looking yeah. for everything. I mean, yeah, that's what, that has been such a surprise and honestly, such a, a fulfilling thing to be able to say, oh, well, okay, you, you got to look at this company or that company. And that's been just really fun because I think you, know, you and I have been in the industry for a long time now. And we've got a pretty good handle on who the vendors are that are out there, new, new ones and old ones. But um, it's been fun to just talk to some of these listeners that, you know, they're trying to figure out everything. A lot of them are in that space where they're, they're managing most of it kind of without any sort of software, or they might have one software, but they don't know how they add on another one. And so that's a, that's a, such a huge growing part of the industry. I mean, we just heard it one of the events we were at that 54% of vacation rentals are a one owner property. So, I mean, that's kind of crazy, but then you go into that under 10, that's a huge amount. Also yeah. the, the big legacy providers, you know, we're kind of, we're, we're, there's not many of us. I mean, in the yeah. broad scheme of things, when you look at the total count of inventory um, but those that are here, we're not going anywhere, but yeah, <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's it's interesting to see that side of our listener group, and then also, and you know, we've got the decision makers at a lot of the companies that saw, a lot of them have been on our show, and yeah. ones that are coming on the show. So a wide range of people, um, men and women, all ages. So yeah. it's been fun to look at that and see who we're connecting with, and you know, trying to make sure that we're catering to the needs of everybody. Yeah. And, and again, it goes back to what we, what we intended for this podcast to be was something that would cross all spectrums of business. And, and again, within, within just our spectrum of business, you know, from a, a guy that wants to get in the business to a guy that's been in it for 50 years, I mean, we're talking to, to all these different people and um, it's, it is, it is very fulfilling and, and it feels really good to know that you're helping 
again, goes back to our conversation with Miller Hawkins um, about educating people from the bottom up, you know, as they start out in the business, make sure that they have the tools and the knowledge to help them get on the right path so that they don't either, well, they don't burn out um, or they, or they don't make mistakes that could be detrimental to a community, which, you know, goes into all the legislation that's happening. And, and, you know, I think it's, it's so, so we're doing our civic duty by educating Mm -hmm. people. Yes, (laughs) I think we are. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, so let's, let's talk about what we've got coming up too. So we've got some really great episodes coming up now, just let's say Thursday, yesterday, we are sorry on April 27th, we aired part one of our episode with Ed St. Ange, who is currently the president of flip two, but was previously uh, president founder of travel or easy yield, which was purchased by travel click back in the late, um, like 2010, 2009, 2009, 2010, somewhere yeah. around there. Um, TravelClick was the very first ever hotel channel manager. And Ed's involvement in the industry really ha- laid the path for all of the products that are out there now and the methodologies and strategies and everything. So he was a wealth of knowledge and I think shared a lot of interesting things that people might not have maybe known or at least remembered about those early yeah. days of how things were done back then. Um, but that oh. aired yesterday. That was really interesting. And we actually re-recorded that all in one session, but we'd said to Ed, we're like, we normally go about 45 minutes. And he said, um, okay, we went about two <laughs> hours. So we, we had to break it into two yeah. because part two airs next week. And part two is super interesting to me, especially because he talks about now what he does with flip two, which anybody who has heard me speak at a panel or even in the articles that I've written, I mentioned flip to quite often because they have become a major part of our book direct strategy or maintenance. Um, we've always really been very heavily book direct 95%, but have not been, a, would not be able to maintain that in the last few years, if it hadn't been for the programs that they brought to us. And it's really exciting what they've done. I, would love to connect more people with them to start using their software. It's not just about book direct. He made a really good point. It's about it. It's book direct, but you want people to not be also coming through Facebook or Google because yeah. as you always say, Annie, I mean, it's like, what's the, at the end of the day, what's the cost? I mean, it, it could right. if you come from an OTA. You're paying a commission. If you come from Google or Facebook or something else, you're having to pay a heavy advertising cost. It's still expensive. It's not like there's no commission there. It's just how you look at it. So what their software does is enable you to continue communicating on your own land with your guests in a way that really builds and fosters a relationship that is very different that the OTAs are not doing. And it has definitely been a game-changing platform for our company. So yeah. excited next week to go into that more deeply. That was that was literally. I say all the time we like always have fun doing it, but it was just so much fun with him because he he is exactly the type of guest you want. He's so passionate. Yeah. About he's what brilliant. He's, <laughs> he, well, brilliant and just very passionate yeah. about it. And I think it's it again. It's just if you get you get like infected by it when you're talking to him. And we just could have talked to him literally all day long. Yeah. Probably could be yeah. like a five part series. If oh, yeah. Whenever Ed and I talk on the phone, it's it's, it's never a quick. It's call, not a short so. conversation. <laughs> <laughs> and actually, he's going to be up here in Myrtle Beach next Thursday. We've got our it's national um, 
Travel and Tourism Week. And we've got our big marketing summit here in the Myrtle Beach area that he's going to be up and present at. So um, that's that's exciting. Other other guests we have coming on, Mark um, from Boostly is coming on. He just wrote a book also about Book Direct. And he's also just another, you know, bottle of energy and strategy and just wants to make, you know, better, better hosts. I mean, better opportunities for hosts to um, do better business and make sure that they're making the most revenue from their bookings. And so that's going to be a great one. And you want to do the next one? (laughs) <laughs> yeah. So the next one I'm really excited about because she's hometown for me, Tracy Johnstone. She um, was recently, recently sold her um, franchises for McDonald's, but she was a very strong leader within the McDonald's franchise in the women's um, uh, leadership area. She's just an amazing human being all the way around. She's had some, some struggles the, um, the last few months. Um, she's been dealing with cancer, but she's got a clean bill of health now. And and she's just moving to the next phase. Um, but she, her story is just phenomenal. And, and the little nuggets of wisdom that she's picked up along the way and how to be a woman in a, a business that was typically led by men. And, and I think, again, just a, just an amazing woman, um, infectious personality. So excited to have her on as a, you know, again, a different, a different side of hospitality, the, the food service industry. Um, but she's branching out into other things. And, and she'll talk a little bit about that for, for our listeners. Yeah, and she's have, just incredibly inspiring. And I mean, she participated she really with, with McDonald's on the, a national level and yeah. a national role. So I mean, she, this, yeah, she's incredible. I remember she's actually one of the people that when we started the podcast, she was one of the first ones you mentioned of somebody from outside the industry that would be great to bring on. So yeah. really excited to share her story to our audience. But yeah. Yeah. And then we have um, Stuart. So Stuart is from your neck of the woods and wow, what a guy, like just so ama- I mean, he's, he's really, the really guy. another, another ad, like just yeah. completely, oh, brilliant, definitely, yeah. Yeah. completely brilliant. And, and they happen to be like really good friends. Yeah. So they do. Yeah. I've, which I've is had really the pleasure of, you know, going to dinner and being in meetings with both of them at the same time. And it's like just overload of genius sometimes, but yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's going to be a good one. Stuart's going to share some some uh, behind the scenes information about how we market Myrtle Beach as a DMO. He's the chief marketing officer for the Myrtle Beach Chamber of Commerce and CVB and has done just an incredible job in the last year that he's been there. Previously, he was with Fuel Travel, um, had, had his own hotel marketing podcast that Pete DeMeo still runs, which is great. <laughs> But uh, he is extremely well-versed in all things digital marketing, hotels, vacation rentals, and destinations. So he will be another wealth of information. And that's probably going to be it for for the four this month. We will say sometimes when we schedule these interviews, we get a bunch recorded and then we have to figure out when we're going to get them in. And we've had so much interest from people that want to come on the show and we're trying to figure out how we can make sure we get to everybody. Uh, But it is, you know, there are only so many Wednesdays in a month. So we are trying to get everybody back <laughs> that we've recorded. Yeah, we do have party. other jobs. So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> we do have, we do have other jobs, but we've got a great lineup. I think, what did we figure out? We've got enough guests to get us well into the fall. I mean, oh yeah. Have, yeah. We've know, got, so. a, we've got a great lineup and yeah. try and leave room in case something interesting comes up that we want to really feature, but yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's, that's going to be exciting. Other things going on. Let's see. Women in travel, uh, yeah. Thrive Day of Impact. Tell us a little bit about that because you were, I served on that as a mentor during COVID, but you're yeah. the one that got me into that. And I know yeah, you've so, really um, 
a, a lot of friends from Expedia and actually um, Sylvia Camarado, she was my uh, director when I was in market management. She was director of Florida. She's moved on now. I think she's senior director, but she's a, she's just a phenomenal human being. And she and several other women saw that women were being disproportionately impacted by COVID um, in, in that they were having to leave the workforce or that they were having to you know, do a job, but raise their kids and homeschool their kids and, and doing all the things that moms do. But it was just really falling on the burden was falling more on women than it was on men at the time. And, and I think, you know, that's just kind of um, that that's just the way moms are. Moms take on a lot. Um but they put together this, this group of women across the spectrum within travel. So they've got people from the airlines, from cruise, from hotel, from the big brands, little brands. And they wanted to put together some mentoring programs, some ways to help women, you know, if they needed to find a job, get a job. Um, and they created this day of impact. And so this day of impact is they do speakers and do panels and, and they wanted some people that were, you know, again, across different, different disciplines within travel. And that's how I, I brought you into it. Um, they're having their next day of impact and actually it's, it's spread globally now. So they're going to have two days and it's um, May 17th will be the U S day of impact. And then the May 18th is going to be the um, EU and I think Asian day of impact. But if anybody's interested in it, if they'll just go to womenintravelthrive.com, they can register for it. It's free to attend. It's just, it's webinars basically. Um, but they have live panels. The panels they put together are tremendous. They've got sponsors from all the hotel brands. Best Western has, you know, has had leadership that's women. So a lot of women uh, leaders and we'll have Sylvia on after um, the, um, the day of impact to talk about and kind of recap as they go forward other programs that they're going to do to help mentor young women, older women, women who are wanting to get, you know, change their career paths, whatever it is. But it's just something that I think for, for us as women in the industry, you know, we, it, it, it speaks to our soul and we just want to help participate with it any way we think we can. Yeah, absolutely. Great organization. And yeah. like I said, you were the one that pulled me into that during COVID and then on to, on to um, the webinar last year. And that, that was probably the first opportunity that I'd ever had to be speaking in front of that many people in a webinar type of a format. And I'll tell you what, I was really nervous. Like I had not yeah. done that before when you see all so many people's names and some of them have <laughs> pictures with them too. It's like, Oh, it's like a Zoom call times a hundred. Um, yeah. So that was a little intimidating. Well, but you did good. You did. Good. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it takes those opportunities, as we always talk about, that when you get when you get an opportunity, commit first, figure it out later, do yep. it because it builds confidence and gets you onto the next thing. So yeah, yeah I'm, I'm a big fan of what they do for sure. Well, good. Well, good. And I think, you know, again, we just, any way we can support it as from our podcast, they've been supportive of yeah, us. So. Definitely. Um, so a lot of other things are exciting in your world. Um, you started working with um, Ventory and I had the good fortune to finally meet Brooke. Um, yeah. At, uh, yeah. And what a great guy. And so to, I'd love to hear more about how his programs are helping you guys out. Yeah. And so we're, we're very early on. We just went live with it a couple of weeks ago, but really excited to see the success of this. And I do believe it will be successful. Um, I have known Brooke for a long time and big, big fan and, and you know, friend of his and um, always appreciate the wealth of knowledge that he's brought to the industry. And you know, it's really, it's one of those things like Ventori is, it makes so much sense. It's, yeah. um, they're the only, they're the only one that does it, you know, <laughs> they yeah. really have carved out a niche on niche, yeah. uh, building this automation system and lead generation 
tactics to get these these names to solicit to. And really excited to see how it works. I, I, I don't have anything to report yet, but we just started mm-hmm. with it. And so hopefully as we go forward, I can start adding in each first of the month if we're picking up homeowners and if it's working and and um, just appreciate everything that, that them and their team have done. So. Yeah. Well, and Brooke, Brooke is a is a is an author too. He just released a book. Yeah, he just released yeah. a book. That's right. Yeah. yeah, I know. We need to get that. And yeah, we do. he was gonna they were gonna get us that sweatshirt. The sweatshirts. Yeah, yeah, we need yeah. to <laughs> we need Brooke, to if you're listening, we want the sweatshirts. <laughs> yeah. 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 So a lot of things going on in the industry for you, for me. Um, one thing that I think is interesting is that you've become sort of the podcast expert within Condo World. So now Ben. <laughs> <laughs> Ben is going to start his podcast back up, right? Yeah. So this is actually kind of cool. We're making our own little, not on purpose, but I think it could be a great thing. Our own little podcast network here that uh, Ben Kleiber and our president, we we also have a golf department. Our golf website is nbgolf.com. We book golf packages and tee times. And we're one of the largest providers for that in the Myrtle Beach area. And Ben is an avid golfer and him and his buddies absolutely love golf. And they had started this kind of just as a, as a you know side thing or just for fun a few years ago and then had hadn't done it for a while but we're bringing it back because Ben is really good at podcasting he's got a great audio voice he's got he's great on camera too um and he knows so much about golf and yeah. so we're going to be or he's going to be interviewing different people within the golf industry here in Myrtle Beach and and perhaps outside of Myrtle Beach just talking about what's go- what's going on in the industry what's going on in the courses you know, why golfers want to come here. And I, th- I think it's going to be a massive success because really there aren't a lot of golf podcasts that are out there. Um, and golfers, they, this, I mean, that's their hobby and they want to know more about it. They want to be excited about coming. It's a great way just to, you know, build that audience around our core customer base and build that community there. So we're really excited about that. And it's called teed off. off. I can't wait. Ben is, Ben is just adorable. I love him. So I think (laughs) it's going to be great. I can't wait to listen. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I got a lot of friends whose husbands do a lot of golfing. So I'll make sure that share. Yeah. 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 Their first episode is going to air, I think hopefully next week and him and Aaron Thomas, our golf director here, they gave a, their take on the 2022 masters tournament and talked about Tiger Woods and just everything going on on the PGA level, as well as going, what's going on here in Myrtle beach on the golf scene. Mm -hmm. So that'll be fun to see that grow. And hopefully that becomes just another unique way that we operate podcasts here at yeah. condo world so. <laughs> condo world podcast division that's yeah, awesome yeah 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 <laughs> well so i think we're kind of getting close to our end of wrap up for the the first but of the month um, let's make sure we share a couple yeah I mean, that's what i wanted to go to okay. was we had some really great feedback um from listeners and again this speaks to how diverse our audience is and there's a gentleman that you actually found um that he's in your market, who's a firefighter, which I thought was really quite interesting. Um, yeah. Yeah. He, he gave tra- us a nice review. We got this review from Travis Ashley that it says uh, five stars, highly recommended. Alex and Annie have an uncanny knack for engaging their guests in a way that delivers a universal message that is appreciated in any industry. They are not only experts in hospitality, they're also well-versed in the management and development of relationships. And this is evident in every episode. Wow. I mean, yeah. I was, we saw that. We're like, oh my gosh. Yeah. And I didn't recognize his name at first. And it took us a while to figure out who that was. And then when I did, and I thought, God, he's, he's a firefighter. That's so cool that 
somebody completely outside of what we do finds this interesting. So uh, Yeah, absolutely. And then um, again, just how diverse and wide our audience has become is we got a, a review from a lady named Lou Delaney, who's in Australia. So yeah. I don't know if this came to us. She came to us via our you know, interview with Julie George. Um, that could have been that, but uh, she, again, five stars. I always get great takeaways from every episode. I'm new to the space and there is not an episode. I don't get some invaluable insight, advice, tip, and tricks. Have listened to some lots of episodes multiple times as the information is relevant and value valuable. Thank you both for creating this podcast and thank you both to help shape the industry into such an empowering information sharing and positive environment. You talk about making you feel really good about what you're doing. You know, <laughs> this isn't paying the bills and we're not making a million dollars, but I mean, this is, that's, that's satisfaction right there. So yeah, good. that's, thank you so much, Lou, <laughs> that we appreciate that. So, so very much. Yeah. And we've got one last one to share from vacation rental designs. These women are amazing. We follow them on LinkedIn and Instagram yeah. and just absolutely love what they're doing. Um, they said, top of the list podcast for short-term rental enthusiasts, hosts, investors, and anyone else in the industry. Empowered by amazing women, they bring a lot of great content and experienced guests in a very casual and easy conversation. As a woman entrepreneur in the short-term rental world, I highly recommend this podcast. Great job. So yeah, that's our warm fuzzies. For the week. <laughs> we, we appreciate everybody so much that has given the, taken the time to give the feedback and if if you have if you want to give feedback, um, please go to our website, alexandannypodcast.com, or you can review us on Apple Podcasts or whichever podcast app you listen on. But we would love to hear from you. And we are super excited for everything else we have coming up soon. And yep. I feel like it's going to be a blink of an eye. And then we're going to be doing the <laughs> June 1st <laughs> report. <laughs> yep. So hopefully a lot of good things will happen between now and then. But uh, wish everybody a awesome May and go get some reservations and pick up the pace. And hopefully in June, we'll all be super excited because it's going to yeah. be a great year. <laughs> it is. And thanks so much yeah. for listening, everybody. Absolutely. Thanks everybody. We'll see you next time.